Welcome to Disciple Her, a part of the Replicate Podcast Network, where we will hear from discipleship trailblazers, Candy Gallaty and Julie Woodruff. With over 50 years of combined experience in discipling women, we'll discuss how we can equip leaders through discipleship. Here are your hosts, Candy and Julie. Welcome to week two in our Disciple Her podcast series on Advent. Mm -hmm. I'm so excited about this week. I'm here with Candy. How are you today? Hey, I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. We're going to be talking about hope this week. That's right. I love this topic and I'm excited um, about talking about that. Mm -hmm. Now, and before we get into that, Julie, we have some Bible trivia questions for you and our listeners. (laughs) Um, So you were able to ask me a few last week. And so I have a few for you. Okay. Why am I just, my heart's palpitating. I know. It's okay though. You got these. I think you got these. Okay. Okay. So our first question is, how many days after the birth of Christ did Joseph and Mary give him the name Jesus? How many days? How many after? days after the birth of Christ? Is this in the Christmas story? <laughs> it might not, I don't know, actually. I mean, it's somewhere in there. It's and somewhere right there in the Gospels. Because Mary was told what she would name him, correct? Correct. That is true. Um, and how many days? And after? then they. At birth. They, a little bit after birth, it's kind of like when they would present. They oh, would, two years old. No. No. <laughs> I'm playing, I know. <laughs> That's. Eight days old. Okay. So we got to stop eight this. days, they went, they took him to the <laughs> temple. And isn't that when they like, they um, presented him That's in right. the temple eight or whatever? Days. Eight days. What was I thinking two years? When they took well, to the, I don't know why I went there. Let's stop that and go back. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So here, okay. Second question. See, we're all going to learn something. Oh, Julie. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It was required by law that eight days after the birth of a son, they would circumcise him and name him. They followed the law and circumcised him and named him Jesus as the angel told them to eight days after his birth. This can be found in Luke 2, 21. Now looky there. There, there you go. Very good. Why didn't you just give me the passage? Then I could look it up. I know. Okay, so second question. Sorry. Gabriel was the angel who announced to Mary that she would conceive and give birth to Jesus. What does the Hebrew name Gabriel mean? Hint. You're going to give me a hint? Hint. A quality of one's arms. I don't think I would know this one. I'm sorry, Jules. If you were asking me this. Forearm. Forearm. (laughs) (laughs) Now that's funny. Oh my gosh. Okay. Okay. It's God is my something. Strength. You got it. Oh, there you go. Okay. Yes. Well, what they listeners cannot see is that y'all are making, right. yes, all these arm <laughs> motions to me. So I'm trying to figure it out as we go. <sighs> oh, that was a hit. <laughs> so we're going to talk about Christmas traditions. Oh, so yeah. we talked a little bit about this last week. Like, did you do a real tree, fake tree? Mm-hmm. Okay. So let me ask you this. Um, are you a Black Friday shopper or no? Negatory. Really? Online. I've done that once, maybe twice, but it's just the getting up early and fighting the crowds. And you know, that used to be used to fight the crowds now. Right. A lot of it's online. What about That's you? That's true. Okay. So I grew up going with my mom, Black Friday shopping. Really? And 
what she would do is because that's when all the best sales were. I mean, you got the right. Cracker Jack sales, you got all those coupons, and she would take me and my sister, and that's when she would buy the stuff that we wanted for Christmas was mm. on Black Friday. And we would get up, you know, like while it was still dark and go to the right. stores when they would open at yeah, like six in the morning. Back in the day. Um, now, then I began to really love my sleep more as I yes, got older. And absolutely. I quit doing that quite as much. But I still will kind of do some Black Friday shopping. I just don't necessarily wake up before the sun is up yet. Do you know wonder, what I'm saying? I do. I wonder how long Black Friday shopping has been around because it wasn't when I was a kid. Well, and have you noticed, like it used to be truly on the Friday after Thanksgiving. Right. Now they start doing the Black Friday sales yeah. the week before. Yeah. So you really don't necessarily have to stick to that one day that it used to be. Exactly. Um, so now some people may still do that if it was like a tradition. But mm -hmm. now I definitely, I just kind of spread my shopping out. Yeah. You know, don't necessarily do it. If I can stay out of the store, I do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, online shopping is very convenient. Oh, uh, very. Very, very, convenient. very. very. Okay, so now that we've gotten some of the fun stuff out of the way, let us talk about our one of our scripture reading passages, which is Isaiah mm -hmm. chapter 9, verse 6 and 7. And so I'm going to read those to us, and we're going to just talk a little bit about that passage and what it means for the hope that we have um, in Jesus. Mm -hmm. So let me read that to you. Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6 and 7. For a child will be born for us, a son will be given to us, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be named Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Eternal Father, Prince of Peace. The dominion will be vast, and its prosperity will never end. He will reign on the throne of David and over his kingdom to establish it and sustain it with justice and righteousness from now on and forever. The zeal of the Lord of armies will accomplish this. Mm. Mm. Amen. 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 Um, so what I like about this passage, I had just kind of, when I read this, I kind of put out to the side of Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6, that we see in chapter 6 his humanity, yeah. like Jesus is going to be born as a verse child, six. and then we see the government's going to be on his shoulders and he's going to be named four things. There's other names, but we have four in this passage. Wonderful counselor, mighty God, eternal father, prince of peace. So we've seen as we see his humanity as coming as a child. And then this is describing his deity yes. of who he is. So, yes. I mean, Julie, what are your thoughts on what we have here? The names that we have. I wonderful counselor. so much. As we think about wonderful counselor, obviously when Jesus came, he was a wonder. Um, you know, and still is. He transcends even our human understanding, and yet um, he he is personal. He's unique among human beings because he's not like us, and mm -hmm. so there is that mystery, you yeah. know, of Jesus. But also, it says he's a wonderful counselor, and and what does that mean? And it makes me think about the fact that um, remember in John seventeen when Jesus said, "I'm going to be leaving, but I'm not going to leave you alone. I'm going to send." Mm -hmm. the, Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit, which will be your counselor. That's right. So here in Isaiah, he's prophesying that the counselor, that God was mm -hmm. the wonderful counselor, the one so who, um, you know, revealed to us about God. Mm -hmm. And then Jesus himself said, but I'm going to be leaving you. I, I'm not going to be the one revealing, but That's the right. Spirit will now be revealing and to you. And what I think is so wonderful about this is Jesus says in that passage, which is such a great chapter, John chapter 15, 16 and 17, really, if you have time to read that, where 
what I love about it is Jesus is moments from death mm-hmm. in those chapters. He's moments from being betrayed and arrested and put on the cross. And his last teaching time with his guys, we get a look into that, which yeah. is John 15, 16, and 17. Mm-hmm. And that's the last time they're all together in a big group before his death. And when he shares with them what he shares, he talks about abiding in him. He talks about abiding in his love. And then he talks about the Holy Spirit. And you've got to imagine that these guys thought about this conversation over and over again in their head because this was the last time they had this teaching time with him before he was gone. Mm -hmm. And just like anybody like that we lose in our life, we think about what was the last thing we talked about? Mm. You know, like when's the last time I saw them? Mm-hmm. And the la- one of the last things Jesus tells them is that he's going to send the spirit to them. And not only that, but it was to their benefit. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine what is better than having you in the flesh? Exactly. Right. It was to their benefit that he would go away and that the counselor would be sent mm-hmm. to them, the Holy Spirit. And I just think that's fascinating and that we don't often recognize I don't think the spirit enough in our life, you know, I agree wholeheartedly. Wonderful counselor. Wonderful counselor. He also said mighty God. He, Mm -hmm. he, there's none like him. He Mm -hmm. is God almighty. And remember in Colossians chapter two, verse nine, where it says in him dwells all the fullness of deity, Mm, mighty God. So God, Jesus, it, it's just mind blowing. He's all the things. He's everything. And it talks about none other. The government will be on his shoulders. That's yeah, a heavy weight. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. That's a lot. And he's mm-hmm. mighty God. He mm-hmm. he's the only one who could even remotely handle mm-hmm. that. Right? Yes. Mm. Yes. Um, yeah. And you even think about that from the perspective of a baby being born. Mm-hmm. This is who he is. Mm-hmm. He is wonderful this, counselor, yeah. mighty God. And then he says everlasting father, uh, everlasting father, um, the fact that there is no end. He's That's right. He's beginning to the, is the great I am. Mm-hmm. Um, he is the first and the last, the alpha and the omega. Yes. Um, he's eternal. And then prince of peace. Man, this, I love every single one of them. Yes. But what do we need Today that's is right. a prince of, of peace, peace. Amen. and that's who he is in our life. That um, he is, so even his being born into the world spoke peace. Mm-hmm. You know, and today in a world of turmoil and chaos, yeah, and chaos, he is our peace. So, Amen. that causes us to be hopeful. 100%, that yeah. in the midst of the craziness that we live in, and we would all agree, I think, that over the last two, three years that the craziness has gotten crazier. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you look and you read um, the news and you, you see things happening and you just go, Lord, when will mm-hmm. this all end? So when we think about Advent and we think about preparation, not mm-hmm. only are we preparing for the fact that Jesus was born to celebrate that, but we're thinking ahead. That's right. That this world isn't all there is. That's right. Jesus is coming again. Amen. And so we're awaiting that even now um, to celebrate the fact that one day we will be with our eternal Father That's forever right. and ever. That's right. exciting. Oh, it's so good. And I mean, you may be sitting there and you're thinking that like how and and, and I think a good question to think about is like, how has Jesus been this for you? Like Mm -hmm. in this season, 
um, how can you recognize the hope that we have in him? And I know for me personally, you know, this Christmas is going to be different for us. There's mm-hmm. there's a huge gap and loss of two people that we held very dear for this, that we will not see this holiday season. Um, one being my father, and then secondly, our, our good friend, Chris, that passed. And so, but but one thing that really excites me and does give me hope is to know that I'm going to see them again. Yes. Um, and with all the people who have that I've loved in the past that have gone before them, I have the hope in my heart and in my life that they are with the Lord Jesus and that one day I'm going to be there as well. And all that is made possible because Jesus Christ came to the earth as a baby. Right. God sent him here. Um, he was born and he lived a life that we could not live. He lived complete perfection, mm-hmm. laid down his life, and then died for us. He he demonstrated perfect obedience. And I thought about this the other day. Our, our, our obedience as Christians will never be as hard as Jesus's obedience yeah. was. You know, and it said he learned obedience by obeying the Father, you know, and all the way up into death, you know, Mm -hmm. and then God raised him again, you know. And so in this season of that's a lot to be hopeful for. And if you're out there and you're listening and there's a loss in your life this year, I just want to encourage you um, to hang on to the hope that we have in Mm -hmm. Jesus Christ, knowing that you are going to celebrate many more seasons with your loved one on that side of eternity. Mm -hmm. It might not be today and it might not be this year, but a day is coming where we will be together in eternity with Jesus, with God, the father and everything will be fulfilled. Yeah. And so there's also a situation. There's also a sense of urgency with that, Mm -hmm. that if there are people in your life or people in my life that don't know Jesus, we want to share him with them because we don't know. Mm-hmm. We don't know, you know, how long we have, but we do know that we have the hope of eternal salvation. So my challenge today would be um, to ask this question to those of you who are listening, who in your life needs to be reminded of hope? Mm-hmm. Maybe it's you yourself or maybe it's someone you know. What mm-hmm. could you do maybe to encourage them? Maybe it's write them a card or send them a text or take them something, a baked goodie or, mm-hmm. you know, something just to say you're thinking about them and you yeah. love them and that there is hope, not because of anything this world has to offer, but all because mm. Amen. one day God sent his son, Jesus, and he makes Praise. all the difference. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. So good. Well, we've enjoyed being with y'all for a few short minutes and we'll talk to you again next episode. Okay. Bye. Hey, ladies, thank you for being a part of the Disciple Her podcast. We want to encourage you to find a few ladies and go through our Advent reading plan this month. It's three days a week, and you can sign up for text prompts by texting ADVENT to 98173. Also, we want to invite you to Long Haul of Christmas. Bring your family and friends and join us on Saturday, December 11th at 6 p.m. and Sunday, December 12th at our regular times, 8, 9.30, and 11.15. See you next week. Thanks for joining us for this episode. Take a second to subscribe and share this podcast. You can receive free resources to help you make disciples in your group, home, or church by clicking the link in the show notes or visiting our website at replicate.org.